Hi, I'm Josh Young. And I'm Josh Dillon. And you're listening to the Pink and Black Playback, 4 to 10 podcast chronicling the 10 out of 10 career of one Brett the Hitman Hart, where we cover all the highs, the lows, and the pinky middles. Oof. Yeah! Yes, and on today's episode, we are covering Shane McMahon versus Vince McMahon at WrestleMania X7, and Shane and Vince... Uh, McMahon versus Shawn Michaels and God, yes, Yahweh of the <laughs> Abrahamic faiths at uh, Backlash 2006. Allah to some, Zeus to others, but you know, really, yeah. mainly God. Build I guess God. I, I am assuming it is the Abrahamic God because we're making fun of Shawn Michaels for being born again. They didn't have the other trademarks to the other gods. WWE couldn't pull that off. Yeah, we'll see what happens. It's, um, well, yeah. I like to point out 100% less Brett today. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We are in the back half of our uh, Vince McMahon is a piece of shit retrospective, I guess we're calling Expose it. part two, part two. We never really went over. <laughs> a name here we're just like let's just <laughs> shit on Vince for two weeks yeah <laughs> well we're feet. still workshopping it and it's done now <laughs> don't worry we'll just change the name later and then use a, a massive blurring filter <laughs> to cover yeah. up the old name on future productions on future releases so uh i guess that takes us right to the first one uh if you weren't with us last week feel free to listen to that episode it's free you know it's a podcast it's and it's hilarious I yeah, oh add. it's the best it's great. Right. we are on roaring fire of hilarity on that one i am a i'm a big fan absolutely mm-hmm um, but if you didn't catch that episode, we have decided for those these two weeks, we we're going to just talk a much as much about Vince McMahon and some of the weird choices he's made um, since he is now, thankfully, at least currently out of our life. He has yet to do a run in and take <laughs> over the company again. Put out the pasture, as it were. So first there, we wanted to cover uh, Shane versus Vince at WrestleMania X7, which is, in my mind, probably one of the best booked bullshit McMahons don't like each other matches. You yeah. know what I mean? This, it, uh, this follows uh, WrestleMania 2000, a McMahon in every corner. Gotta love those naming conventions too. WrestleMania 2000, WrestleMania X7. <laughs> Just like fucking Briscoe probably couldn't count that high in Roman numerals, you know? Like, what do you think happened there? That's so fucking funny to me. Rocky Seven, Adrian's Revenge. Classic. I, uh, <laughs> fuck, I want to see that. Like, Adrian becomes a boxer. She's dead <laughs> now, according Revenge. to the, yeah, the timeline, right? We Degrassi. Okay, Degrassi the Junior High. Shane versus Vince at WrestleMania X7. This is at the peak of uh, Vince versus Shane. Oh, my God. Uh, WWE WWE bought WCW. But really, it was Shane McMahon. It who was bought. just a few weeks yeah. uh, before this that uh, that they, led into like ma- le- a month. Yeah. A month. I think it was that much. I think yeah. it was that then much. Yeah. Build up of a month that when they the raw, they bought Nitro. Shane shows up. Vince McMahon does a big gulp, and he's like, gulp, picking gulp, his ear. You're picking things. <laughs> you're picking Because he just decided nobody else could know the cue faster. This would somehow help. Uh, th- sorry, this is just all for context. This is what leads into their yeah. uh, month-filled feud. I think it's important. Because this is, again, these Vince McMahon fucking feuds are always, there's just too many pieces. You know, I think the Brett one might be the worst, the one that we did last week. Definitely. Because it's just, there's so much stuff happening in a way where it's like, <laughs> you just wanted Brett to show up three weeks in a row, and you had to write something. And yeah. that's what you came up with. Fine. So... This match is just, I, I, fuck, all you really need to know is that it's the business bullshit. Uh, Vince thinks Shane is fucking his money. Shane has brought some backup. And by backup, I mean <laughs> a bunch of C-level guys that couldn't even be on the NWOB team are sitting in the fucking boxes. None of them were. Boxes. As far as I could see, as far as we could see, I mean, there weren't. I don't want to sell you the good names of uh, Vince, uh, not Vince McMahon, he was not on WCW at the time, <laughs> of Lance Storm. Hugh Morris. And, no, fuck Hugh Morris. <laughs> fuck. Uh, Oh, you're okay. Who you're else? propping these guys up. Chavo Guerrero. Chavo's pretty good. No, who, who what was her name? Stacy Keebler. Stacy Keebler. Stacy Keebler is probably the best find out of that group when it comes to actually draw. <laughs> I'm not even joking. Stacy Keebler would go on to be a bigger draw than almost anybody sitting up there. Do you think Lance Storm drew more money than Stacy Keebler ever did? Probably no. not. Um, fashion corner here. Uh, it's very classic uh, Shane in that he is in um, a jersey. With his name Baseball on it, jersey, yeah. But he always, he'd <laughs> he always be gimmick for out. WrestleMania. Yeah, he has a WrestleMania. Oh, he has special a rest, jersey. Yeah, he's got WrestleMania gear. But to define that is, he, yeah, it, it will be something related to rest, that particular WrestleMania with his own Shane O'Mac. He at this boom, point boom, boom. comes out by himself, if I remember, 
comes out to the center of the ring and then points to the fucking guys up in the box. WCW don't even, wrestlers. Yeah, just random using dudes. the Using the Nitro yeah. Uh, ribbon. Yeah, they weren't WWE superstars. No. They are WCW, WCW wrestlers. wrestlers. They really want to draw a comparison there. And just every time they went back up there and showed, they only did it a couple times. Cause they, I think they knew how anemic that group looked. There the, was the, the first time when Shane gets in the ring, also comes, there is no here comes the money yet. No, he comes We're out not to there. dad's yeah. fucking music. To comes out to the corporation theme. I love it. I really do. He was still rocking that, which is ridiculous. Makes me wonder if he came out to the corporation theme on that Nitro. Bears investigation. Maybe. Yeah, which we're not going to do. Somebody else can look at it. I don't give a shit. Yeah, you tell us. I'm not paying you, for this But product. yeah, because yeah, you, you spoke about the WCW crowd. He, he does the shout out to yeah. him, but none of them were ready. So no. the, the camera just awkwardly it points just up like to the nosebleeds. And that's the thing. And they couldn't, they do later, but they couldn't, for some reason, at that moment, have a camera guy up there. Eventually, they do do a yeah, shot yeah, from at one up point, there. Yeah. But they didn't have anybody ready, I guess, at that yeah. moment. A no pop at all from the crowd. Then leads to Vince coming out. Oh, I guess before Vince's, uh, the referee comes out first, doesn't he? I no, mean, he comes after. No, he comes. Yeah, Shane introduces Mick Foley to the yeah. ring. Yeah. So Mick Foley comes out in his Mick Foley uh, referee shirt, which is <laughs> just a white button up that is not done up and is been spray painted with black <laughs> rolled bars. up sleeves. He's been a thing he's been doing since mankind. Yeah. Uh, as like a. He also had the WWF logo, like where they where they have the, the crest. His finest two dollar fucking Walmart track pants too, like sweat track pants, pants sweatpants. Sweat pants. There's no fucking stitching here. This is all elastic bands and fucking. He also cotton. he used to wear uh when he when he started rocking that the one shirt tie. Oh yeah, yeah. Sweatshirt. I love that. With New like, uh, what, what, what are the names of those Nikes with the single the, N? But he, oh, he, the New Balances. New Balances. Yeah, when yeah, he was yeah, rocking yeah. that, he would always have like a shirt underneath, which would be like either a WWF shirt. Typically, it was yeah. like a Dude Love t-shirt yeah. underneath. Very... This one is this weird fucking Mankind t-shirt where he's holding, I'm pretty sure is the Empire State, State Building. Like a stake. I'm not even, like he's holding it as if he had pulled it out of the ground or something. Yeah, like he's King Kong. And I'm not Bigger exactly, than that. Yeah, because King Kong climbed that <laughs> climbed thing. It. That's nothing. King Kong would be the size of like a, a spider or something compared to him at that like, point. Uh, yeah, like a large guy, like a gigantic it's, uh, gaiju. It's, uh, it's that very weird shirt period in the WWE. Or I guess at this point, it's still technically the WWF. Because yeah. like, back to we Fashion Corner here. Yeah. So I guess we haven't really left. So... <laughs> We've got uh, Mick Foley comes out, gets a real big pop. There's a lot of Foley is God Still. posters at this point. He is so over with this crowd. Nobody's there's nobody the crowd is happier to see during this match. Is he still commissioner at this point? I don't think so. I think, but he was like it just seems that's like, the man no, in every corner stuff. No, because right? William Regal ended up taking off taking that yes. role. Yes, so yes, but yes, it yes. feels like for there was a period of time when he quote unquote retired. Yes. It feels like a year, maybe almost two, that he was yeah. just the commissioner. The commissioner. Yeah. Well, they, that's a role they've always kind of fucked with sometimes, you know, yeah. that commissioner role, which yeah. they don't even really know what a commissioner is in this was, fucking show. Austin was the sheriff of Raw. How do you have a commissioner if he works for the company? A commissioner is supposed to be from a governing body. Body, yeah. This is <laughs> the commissioner. Just a, a quick Degrassi here. In <laughs> New Japan, for instance, they have IWGP. Yeah. This is supposed to be representative of how actual combat sports is usually done, specifically boxing. Mandated and governed. Yeah, you have a you have a local body of some sort or a national body that basically handles the belts and the actual rulings. Yeah. And then you have a guy, a company that puts on the show separately. And Mick Foley comes out like his hips look fused to his nipples. You know what I mean? Like there's no yeah, movement he's lumbering. at all. He's quite he is, well lumbering. He is a single fused disc at this yeah. point. <laughs> yeah. He is his entire his entire spinal column is fucking um uh hurt angles neck. You know? <laughs> like the whole thing is just fucked up. Dropping him on that stack of dams you call a neck. <laughs> Fuck, right? So they uh uh, so this leads to him coming in, and then Vince McMahon comes out doing yeah. the classic Vince McMahon with walk, Stephanie, with Stephanie, Daddy's girl, who is wearing probably her best stupid outfit ever. Yeah, she's got that black one piece on with like a, it's got like a belt, and it's got uh, Daddy's girl like rhinestone on the back, yeah, jeweled on the back. So funny in her hair. This isn't as crimped as it would be, but it is definitely crimped here. Yeah, this is crimped hair bodysuit. Steph, it's just a real time period, you know. <laughs> Um, match begins. Begins. <laughs> Vince potatoes shade. Yeah, right away. Right, right, right from away. Fucking Jump um, Street. Potatoes. And it's not even a matter of like you see the punch happen, but you 
instantly you see Shane's face, and it is he's got a fucking hematoma the yeah, size yeah, of Chicago. Fucking got potato, fucking second city sized. <laughs> yeah, he's gonna, hematoma. Although they're in Houston, so he's gonna need a big old fucking yeah, uh, there you go, cool. T-bone steak for that. Sure, thing. rack of ribs, <laughs> doing some barbecue. Who gives a fuck? Gonna put that over that uh, wound. <laughs> Ugh. I don't know, man. Like the wrestling in this is the least entertaining part. There is no wrestling. Yeah. Like, <laughs> There's a lot of Shane spots here. Yeah, a lot of Shane spots. Which way does he go? The rope of dope, Shane. A lot. Of, well, yeah. Man, the, this is the, the genesis of this. So I don't know, Josh. Uh, if that's oh, if that's the basic fashion. I guess Vince, of course, is out. And what I think of like prime Vince fight wrestling gear, he's got like the sleeves it's cut off, with, like gear. the red shirt underneath. Yeah, exactly. If he's wrestling, he's he's jacked and he's wearing got that the, tank top. Yeah, the genetic jacket. Yeah, he's right. wearing the black tank top. But this is a street fight, so he's got like these cut off sweats. And workout shirt, red workout shirt underneath, and he's got the like yes. the, the cut off gloves. This is, makes him look tough. I like the uh, and also keeps him <laughs> from ever having to touch anything sharp or anything yeah. uncomfortable. Yeah, it's uh, you don't want to see that old man's legs. It's a real look. <laughs> I'm with you there. I've uh, seen his ass too many times, man. Remember how many times he made people see his ass? All the he time. Had kiss it. That was. And he'd always wear a thong. You know what you call that? What's that? Damn good television. <laughs> sure, I guess. It worked at the time. You didn't have any competition, so there's nobody to change the channel to. If only, you know what? You know what it would have saved WCW? What's that? If you saw Ted Turner's ass. Oh, there you go. Yeah. I guess we'll consider this fashion adjacent. <laughs> yeah. So the version we watched is like the name changed version for the network that they had at one point. Uh, this is a fucking version floating around on the internet. And uh, it's all the places where it should say WWF has been blurred, but like heavily blurred out in a way where it takes over anyone that walks in front of it. Like they get blurred out Somebody... themselves. Somebody. Whether it's the turnbuckles or the apron. Ugh, fuck, I don't got much to say about this one, so you better okay, leave okay, this okay. fucking dance, man. What do you got for me? Wow, I'm I'm play-by-play -play today? I you're thought I was usually play-by-play. -play. Like, I try to be play-by-play, -play, but then you're just constantly correcting me anyways. Am I better at so it? I'm basically, just, say it. just say that I'm better I'm at it. I'm basically JR and you're anyone else. Wow. I mean, like, modern JR, where I, like, say a thing and then people have to somehow make sense up. of it. Yeah. So, okay, he potatoes him. A lot <laughs> of back and forth, in and out, Yeah, a lot of, lot of sending, sending out to the outside. There's the table spot. Where he gets him on the table. There's a spot with uh, Stephanie smacks Shane, then like whimpers out of the fucking ring. Yes. There's that spot. That's her 10 seconds. Shane gets onto the top rope, puts Vince in. Uh, Stephanie's like, no, don't do it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and then fucking, he just elbows the, elbows the Spanish announce table. table. Vince is pulled off. Yeah, in gets time out of the way Stephanie. in time, and then he's he dead. In that time, crushes the table. in that time, we got uh, Trish Stratus. Is being, at this time being described as uh, Vince McMahon's close friend. Um, Maestress. It's important to explain the gimmick at this point. Uh, so disappointed in her family. Um, yeah, Linda McMahon. Linda McMahon. Mama McMahon. The dark fucking, horse of the... Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Linda McMahon has been comatose for weeks. Weeks, weeks and weeks. And weeks. Trish Stratish has taken on the role of caretaker for her and like caretaker of, for, Vince. for Vince's <laughs> ego. Um, this is like peak Trish Stratus too. Like oh. her fucking, the top she has on is so tightly pushing those boobs back and they are so greased up. They look like Brett's hair. It is just like <laughs> a slip and slide on that chest. It is uh, hilarious. And what a slip and slide. I'm sorry. As a, as a 13. Slip and slide. As a 13 year old boy, look out. <laughs> oh yeah. I remember you know, a, a bit of TMI right here. Not too much. I'll keep it as PG as possible. Yeah. PG-13, maybe. Humble beginnings I here. can remember being like 12 years old and seeing pictures of Trish Stratish and just having this urge to do something and not knowing what the next step was. <laughs> you know what I mean? It was just like, oh, I got it. What is this? Utter is hormonal on? confusion. Utters indeed. Utters. So much utters. Utter. But like, oh my God. you know, and this is the early internet, right? So I'm watching 30-second clips of her in a white t-shirt spraying herself down with water. You know, it's really nothing. And you probably still are. <laughs> I, I would if I could find that clip. It's It's got some good memories. Um, but that's enough for Josh's coming wistful. of age story. It makes him wistful. <laughs> Definitely. You, you could read that in the first few chapters of my wrestling autobiography when it finally comes out. Dylan on Dylan. <laughs> no, that's my book about J.J. Dylan. <laughs> um, cool. So or Bob she Dylan. comes out. Yeah. She comes uh pushing uh, Linda McMahon out in her wheelchair. OSW refers to this, first to this and I, I hate to hate to take a page out of their Go book, but they're the Call best them. they're best in the business. 
uh zombie this is the age the era of zombie linda oh yeah she is like doing what linda probably does best in real life at this point <laughs> yeah married to a egomaniacal off. fucking yeah. billionaire stare <laughs> off into space and ignore her family entirely <laughs> be like what else do you do and plot her own political aspirations yeah this is we're getting into that stage <laughs> a little bit before that degrassi yeah degrassi. sorry zombie she linda is doing yeah. a real good job not paying attention to nothing she's and comatose she's i i don't even really know why Trish brought her out there. Like, what the point is? Is it to distract Shane? They never really do a good job of explaining. Well, because Shane's really okay. Not not only is Shane trying to get one over on Dad with WCW, the old woman, right? But he's 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 sick and tired of what his what her dad what his dad is doing to his mom, sister too, turning on everybody. And then that part of that is why she uh, why Linda gets comatose because her family's torn asunder. 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 <laughs> Taking a page out of Stan Lee's Ooh. playbook. Excelsior. <laughs> so. True believers. Uh, oh. Anywho, but at the same time, they're, uh, Trish Stratus and Steph are to get, not together, but they're yeah. in cahoots, but they're working a program where they're trying to, they're, they're rival, they're trying to get Vince's affections, yeah. so to speak. There's a bit of a, a, a competition here. Um, yeah, this, so there's actually a, a little bit of like. There's a lot of yeah, moving parts. Yeah, it's a lot of moving and parts in this. Again, it is amazing how well they do keeping it all in the air. Again, it doesn't all make sense. It no. doesn't. And it is silly as fuck. But by the time she comes out here, this is really when the show happens, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, because it's, it gets all, it's really all just kick punch. It's all and just all kick punch and fucking. Outside, and then fucking. They fight. Shane goes through the table. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Because he gets beat up a little bit, and then Shane's dead, and then Vince is like trying to get his bearings. Yeah. Steph and then Trish trying comes to help up. him get. Yeah, up. yeah, yeah. And then Trish comes over to like to give him moral him. support yeah. or whatever, and then, then she just fucking slaps, slaps him. him. And she's nobody's fucking plaything. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I I filled in the blank yeah. on that one, but then fucking Stephanie slaps Trish, and then they start going at it, and then Foley has to break them apart, and then. I don't think it's so, Ste- Vince. Yeah. You get one of those yeah, moments, well, too. Yeah, okay, that, that comes in, in a bit. That's but then Trish runs, at. or Stephanie runs away. Trish is oh, in hot pursuit. That's right. Then it comes to Vince is getting up, yeah. and then he's like, you, you bitch. He and does it twice, it, just in case the you fuck. You can definitely tell yeah. he's not sure if they picked it up yeah. on the, on the so live camera. So he does camera. it twice. So he does it, and then when he's finally stood up entirely, he does it again. Uh, the commentary team, which is JR and Paul Heyman, uh, Paul Heyman they are great together at oh, this point. I think you're at a good stage in both of their careers. They were killing it. They were roles. killing it back when they were both working WCW. Oh, yeah. And yeah, then yeah, yeah. they had their reunion and nobody yeah. really knew about it. So they're doing a great job. And so they make it a point to point out that like, oh, what did you just say to his wife? Oh, they have a little joke about it. And then he gets up and he says it again. And that's when Foley comes in between them. Yeah, because he, he because Vince makes, makes it out like he's going to fucking... Slap Linda around. He gets a fucking piece of the action, gets a chair shot to the head. Vince takes the chair, puts it back in the ring, picks up, wheels it's Linda a around. It's man chair shot, so it is not the evilest by any means. It's- yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he's working it. But, like, puts the chair in the corner, picks up Linda and sits her, like, literally, like, manhandles her into Rolls the Rolls her into the ring. ring. Zombie Linda does, like, the wrestler fake yeah. roll into the ring. Like, if somebody else puts did her into it, the, Puts her into the ring, work. and then he gets Shane back into the ring. Starts taking trash cans, throwing him in, and starts working him over. And he's like, uh, yeah, starts hitting him with the trash cans. Then he turns over to Linda and says, watch your son get beaten. He's got the final killing blow with the trash can. Jesus, like the resurrection, the second coming. Pulling a, pulling a, as you were saying, mm-hmm. pulling a, an Undertaker, yeah. no she selling. The Undertaker, no sell. She just stands, <laughs> stands up instantly up. and totally straight. And the crowd goes fucking, fucking nuts, wild. man. Like, she just did, like, it was like some Hardy Boys bullshit. I know, and Vince is like, oh, they're cheering for me. And then turns Shane's, around. yeah, no, no, Shane's, like, pointing, looking dazed. Vince turns around with the, with the trash can over his head. Linda's like, I'm alive. <laughs> and... and you can tell. You can tell. Vince kind of—he's like, "Oh, I don't have enough space for this." Moves his one leg to the left a little bit, just to give him space, and then fucking Linda cues it right up. Yeah, the softest into testicle tap you've ever seen. It was very cute, very but the, dainty. But the crowd fucking ate oh, it. Oh yeah, it was and great. Vince sold it like a motherfucker. Yeah, yeah, he sold it like he got shot in the dick. It was great. Linda gets out. McFoley comes back into the ring, starts giving, beating up on fucking McMahon, Man. and does his like uh, his running knee into the. Into the corner, into him. <laughs> what a referee! And then, yeah, Linda's out. Shane sets up the garbage can in the turnbuckle in front of Vince and goes coast to coast from one turnbuckle to the other, doing the missile drop kick. 
And good looking spot from Shane. Yeah. He's this, it's, this that's is, the Shane spot. Yeah. That's the that's way the, better than any of his punches is that coast to coast. Oh, we saw some of that too God. in this match. The the yeah, rope dope punches. <laughs> I hate that shit so much. But he, he's getting a pop. The yeah. crowd is going for it. Yeah. And uh, yeah, gets the pin. And uh, there she be. It's weird because yeah. like Linda and Mick leave together. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the WCW wrestlers goes back, back hands up, up to them, and they start cheering. You see this weird shot Barely of- Barely cheering at all. Well, you see that weird shot of Sean Stasiak clapping yeah. like a like a, oh, like yeah. a happy mom. <laughs> like, yeah, well, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. This like, is what again, I'm supposed to do at Like, this he just woke up from a fucking comatose <laughs> wheelchair moment. I guess, uh, fuck, yeah, that's basically the whole fucking match. <laughs> that's the match, and, yeah. And uh, it was- McMahon loses a Vince McMahon, but he would later win that match- Interfering in with X Seven against uh, Rock and Austin. Yeah, we have a probably one of the greatest uh, finishing matches of, of any WrestleMania. Really, again, one of those Ooh, situations. Good or bad, depending on. I think it's great. I think the problem is everything that happened afterwards. I think the match itself, as a moment, is perfect. Rock and Rock and Austin. Oh, the match is the, turn, the match. The match is that's ten and a fucking ten. But, Easy. Uh, yeah, absolutely Easy. great match. But like best match those two guys are ever gonna run. You know. I think their next one, 19, is good. Oh, I'm sure it's great. But I just mean like that to me feels like the peak. It would be hard for me to think of a match that I liked better than that one from those two. But Ugh, we're not covering that one. Yeah, so we don't worry about that. Sure. Not, yeah. But yeah, Vince would Vince would ultimately win that WrestleMania. Yeah. It was uh, an interesting WrestleMania in that it is remembered fondly for one specific match. Uh, I feel like a lot of this WrestleMania is kind of meh. But so well sold and set up in that final match that the rest of it looked okay and this as one of those highly gimmicked comedy kind of bullshit mcmahon yeah matches, drama fine it's pretty darn good it's one of the better examples of uh, what this match looks like yeah in that it is at least entertaining and it told me a story i saw a thing happen <laughs> and everybody did their part uh, and at the end of it trish mcmahon is uh trish mcmahon, trish McMahon. oh vince wishes vince wishes <laughs> So Trish uh, Stratus and the McMahons all kind of have their moment. And at this point, at the end of it, it's just Stephanie and Vince are the bad guys and everybody else is a good yeah. guy at that point. But then the the invasion, well, Austin's heel turn oh, would unfold. Fucking, the and then invasion would unfold. And then it's so fucked up. And then Stephanie this has is, the falling out yeah. with Vince. And she owns ECW at that point. I love it. really does kind of feel like if WCW stuck around for a couple more years, WWF's booking got so bad that there'd be no way that they wouldn't have just evened out. Yeah. Like, it feels like all they fucking handled, like, I mean, like, obviously, Invasion Gimmick wouldn't happen if WCW stuck around. But Vince McMahon, I really get the vibe, needs competition, man. You can't yeah. let him be the only guy in town. Otherwise, he's a fucking dictator, and he <laughs> he doesn't have to do anything but reinforce his own status, right? Okay. He, WrestleMania is the product of his hubris. Sure. But do you think this particular WrestleMania is like the the antichrist of his of his birthing, oh, of his hubris? What do you mean? Uh, it, like it's the antithesis? Like it's the opposite of? No, it's, this is like this is like this is me on a silver platter, just because of that match and I then what happens like, at the end I feel of like the Austin. He Rock. probably felt that way. Yeah, there's no yeah, way yeah, to yeah. lose this WrestleMania, right? Yeah. Um, they could have been the worst WrestleMania they ever had. They have no competition at this yeah, point. That's they the are drop. the only yeah. competition uh, in the wrestling world uh, as far as American wrestling goes. Uh, I, the next match, we saw a guy with an ROH sign. So I guess you know, <laughs> we got the pool halls and fucking legions are yeah, still going. Yeah, legions. But, uh, you know, at this point, it's just Vince McMahon. So Vince McMahon gets to do whatever he wants. And I kind of wonder if maybe that made everything flow a little easier here than the last few WrestleManias. Yeah. In the sense of just like, all right, everybody, we know what we got to do. Just go out there and do it. And what do you mean? But I've like, this is where they start using the term showcase of the immortals. Oh, yeah. This is like really this, when it becomes this is the, like, the Ringling Brothers kind of yeah, thing. Yeah. This is I won, yeah. Ted Turner lost. This is this one had that fucking, is this the one that also had that fucking um, old guy? Uh, Battle Royale. Yes. Oh, the one where the fucking Iron Sheik wins because his yeah. he's so fucked up he can't go over the ropes. God, I love it. Yeah. His, the one guy who might walk funnier than fucking Mick, <laughs> Mick Foley. Foley. That, yeah, Iron Sheik wins that, and everyone's in checking. that match. Like fucking Jim Cornette's in that Jim match. Jim Cornette. Uh, fucking Bruce, Bruce Pritchard, Pritchard comes as back. Brother Love. Brother Love. Didn't they the call goon? the was the Gobbly Gooker come out for that too? Is no, that not Gobbly Gooker thing. That's Pretty a different sure thing. That is actually probably one of their best bullshit matches. Coco Beware. I feel like they should. <laughs> you they should do a match like that every year, like and but the trick is to actually make it worthwhile. Is you put a couple of your guys that aren't getting over. Like that's like an R Truth win. 
let our truth throw out a bunch of really old guys, and then he like retains the twenty four seven title only to lose it seconds later or something. Yeah, like that's that's a good way to book a comedy bullshit at the beginning. Degrassi. <laughs> I don't want to talk anymore about this match. What out of ten? What do you give this match? Three out of ten. Shane O'Mac. Air Jordans. <laughs> I stole it from you, didn't I? <laughs> That's the easiest one. Uh, do you know what kind of Air Jordans he was wearing here? No, but okay. I know well, you then do. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I'll save it for the second one. I like those Jordans better. Oh so yeah, you pinpointed it like yeah. They're, it's, they're like my favorite Jordans. Not my favorite colorway, but they're they're good. They're good uh, Were they good blue generation. in the next match? Yeah, the, the, we'll get the, into the, it. The blue and cement fucking Jordan threes. They're gorgeous. Everybody loves them, Josh. It's when they first started using the Air Jordan logo. Anyways, that's for a completely different podcast. Honest to God, I was entertained. That's I can honestly give them that. It's fun. It's just it is, dumb and lame. It is dumb. It is lame. It is the best version of dumb and lame that they ever produced. Because <laughs> yeah. yeah, they run right. this McMahon versus McMahon thing back like eight times in this yeah, fucking Yeah, it keeps going. Probably more than that, actually. It keeps going. Um, it doesn't stop. So I am going to be real polite here. And I am going to go with a five out of ten uh, baby oil covered melons. Whoa. Melons are good for you. A lot of vitamins. Satisfaction guaranteed. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, you do. Just melons. Make sure to grease your melons. It's important. (laughs) Lying snake. Good for the flesh. I don't know. (laughs) Moving along eventually. We got to get out of here. We're going to go for dinner at some point. Yes, we are. (laughs) So the next match, it is... Backlash or payback or backlash or it was always I always get those always fucking confused. Payback doesn't fuck payback. That that's a that's a fucking new new, new thing. Backlash was always previous. the pay per view that followed WrestleMania. Always like ninety eight ninety nine yeah. into. I got you. In, I don't even think for a it was long 10 time. Years it lasted, it's still they don't they still do backlash yeah, until this day. Yeah, do, right? yeah. Uh, Two thousand and six piggyback. Everybody's favorite pay per view. <laughs> Um, this, Back bacon. <laughs> this pay-per-view is amazing. This match specifically. Uh, the, the fucking video package, as far as I'm concerned, is the best part of the entire thing. <laughs> so I'm going to start there. Okay. The video package opens up with a choir. Like an operatic um, a choir. Major like cathedral. cathedral yeah. Kind of vibes. And the whole concept is Shawn Michaels is no longer um, showing his butthole in Playgirl. <laughs> he's he's found God and he's returned to wrestling. And he's not he's not uh, showing the pube line as Brett would say and dancing around pube with line. children with boys with boys. Eep. <laughs> what's up with that? Oh, what's up with Brett? Like twenty years after the fact, being like they made me look homophobic. I'm like Brett, you you said some homophobic fucking things. It was yeah. the late nineties, man. I don't want to tell you. Even in the Bible, it comes off a little little, little harsh. I don't think that is him, and I think at the time that was just an easy thing for him to poke at you know what i mean and i think maybe as he's gotten older it's felt grosser and brett being brett is like other people made me do that (laughs) sure Sure, man whatever (laughs) fucking you took liberties everybody did uh please uh, continue yeah so uh operatic choir music and the whole concept here is you've got um sean finally uh coming back to wrestling because he's found god and he's finally dry and he's never going to have another problem ever again it's great and Basically, this just leads to Vince McMahon being like, you know what? Fuck God. I, I think he's a he's a he's a bitch. He's a piece of shit. Okay. <laughs> I'm clearly wow. paraphrasing, but it looks like I left something out very important for you. Did, was there a point where God like betrayed Vince? I like Vince to, or I like to point I... out whenever we do the mic test, I uh, I quote Paul Dano in "There Will Be Blood," saying, "I am a false prophet. God is a superstition that has no no relevance to this." I just want to make it no. No, but it, it it does have relevance in the sense that that's kind of Vince's whole point. Yeah, the whole. Thing seems to him just telling Sean that you're dumb to believe in God, and I hate God, and I'm better than God, and I'm you know this is my house, and I'm God here. This had everything to do. This is the rematch for the WrestleMania match. Yes. The next night on Raw, Vince claims that the only reason Sean won was because he had, he had God, God on his it was side. A handicap match, he says. Yeah, Two it on was one. mud. You and God versus. Vince and Green. during this buildup into the next pay per view, the following pay per view of Backlash 2006, not payback or piggyback or back bacon. Vince McMahon uh, starts cutting promos about how he's. At, Mr. Dillon said anti God McMahonism. Yeah, he starts his own, his own religion. religion. Goes to a church and, and yeah, like he cuts a promo on God in a, in a church. Catholic church. Looks like a Catholic church, you know. 
And then decrees that he's going to have uh, like Shawn Michaels. Yeah, he's, Shawn Michaels is going to be in a tag team match at, at at Backlash. It'll be him and God versus Vince Vincent Kennedy McMahon. And this is in the fucking promo on that Raw. The product of my semen. I'm quoting Vince McMahon. <laughs> the product of my semen, Shane McMahon. Just <laughs> to which Shane is like, uh, Shane's hilarious because he's just following dad, but at the same time, he's like, this old man's gone crazy. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's <laughs> a fun part of this. That's the fun part of this. This is the one change uh, compared to the other versions of the uh, Vince McMahon yeah. character, the Mr. McMahon character, is that like, because that is even what they say at the videos package, Sean is just like, you've. You finally lost it. Like you've actually gone insane. There's even a moment where where I'm pretty sure God physically intervenes and tries to electrocute Vince McMahon. <laughs> they blow up the fucking turnbuckles. Yeah, he hits a turnbuckle <laughs> with a chair or something, and then and like psh, lightning crashes. Lightning crashes. Never addressed in the future what happened there. There's that hilarious McMahon. All the McMahons are, are backstage in their in their dressing room or whatever, private room, green room, and he settle. They're in front of a camera and they settle down, settle everybody down for a prayer. And you fucking LOL'd like nobody LOL'd before. Mm. But he's like, he gets everybody down for a prayer and he's like, God, I don't like you and you don't like me. Oh, this is great. <laughs> to which point I, you fucking burst up laughing. They set up that God is actually on HPK's side and Vince McMahon is crazy, but also maybe kind of the devil. He's basically what's his face from the stand. It's kind of how I see it. <laughs> you know, he's like the guy from Dark Tower or whatever. He's just like lost it. He's going to make HPK's life hell. So the fucking cut from the video package, we go to the actual um, match. And Shane and Vince come Shane in. Shane and Vince come out. Vince um, cuts a promo. They interestingly, Introducing God. Interestingly, they both come out independently, and Shane now has his own music. Well, yeah, he had it for a while already. Oh, like, I know. Yeah. But I mean, like, what's interesting about it is they're a tag team, and they did, like, the single. Yeah. I thought they just would have. Came out to no out chance. Together. And again, you're right, because uh, I do find it interesting, the subtle difference here of Shane both being a lackey, but also being kind of scared of how crazy Vince is. Yeah, like, my dad's losing it, but I got to support yeah, exactly. him. exactly. Like, he's like, Sounds yeah. like me. <laughs> he comes off kind of like the uh, the cronies did, you know, like Briscoe. Briscoe, yeah, Stooges. Yeah, like, he's not, basically Stooges. Yeah, Stooges, but not exactly dumb, but definitely self-serving. Yes. And support yeah. his old man. Yeah. Anyways, so they come out. And then um, we got bodybuilder Vince here. He's got yeah, he's his, jacked, he's jacked and tanned. Genetic. Oh, he's so tanned. He's red. He's fucking tomato. He Vince. has a tomato. Italian looking sauce, motherfucker. He's the least Italian person there. Definitely. <laughs> Definitely. There hasn't been a bigger. Mike Kyoto's more Italian. Yeah. Than, than Yo, like yeah. Mike Kyoto's referee, and I'm happy he's here. He tries real hard to do a good job. Uh, a couple different parts. So but, Vince gets the mic and demands God's presence. Go for it. Spotlights. He, 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 Describe it. They got people. <laughs> the lights go out. Spotlight, and the spotlight follows down the ramp to this like holy type music. Gets to about front of the ring. Vince stops it. He's like, "Cut the music! Damn it! Cut the music! I want to get see God get jiggy with it. We're gonna do this WWE style." And it, it starts playing this like Jim Johnson like funka yeah, funk the post like, music. It's like fake James Brown, to fake me. James Brown shit. Yeah. And it, like the spotlight circles around the ring over to the stairs. It gets to the corner of the ring there, and then Vince Vince is like, "Is he in? Hey ref, go check him. Make sure he doesn't have any like foreign That's objects." Great. That's and then, one of my favorite parts then, of the whole thing. Yeah, is like, "What? What, what do you want me to, to do? It's a spotlight. Yeah, what the fuck do you want me to do?" He's By like, the way, the spotlight him. literally goes up the stairs and into the ring. Yeah, yeah. And then falls it around. Vince sells it as if God had snuck up on him into the ring. <laughs> yeah, is he which in? Was great. And then he slaps my Kyoto. It's like check him. And fucking. I love it. And then. Mike Kyoto starts checking him, and then and by checking him, he means he like goes just, over like, to where, like, <laughs> pretending to like pat down God, God, who is not there. It's just a spotlight. And then Vince is like, on second thought, don't bother checking him because this is going to be a no holes barred match. And then he starts cutting a little bit of a promo. Then you hear the Sean, Sean, Sean. So we get and gets interrupted. Yeah, gets interrupted by the boy toy. <laughs> so I'd like to refer to him in his uh, chaps, <laughs> chaps on only. Yeah, chaps only gear um, version. Um, now the match itself is interesting in a couple ways here. It's just no holds barred because those guys can't wrestle. Yeah, like they they so they throw up a couple spots. You have uh, Shane there, so Shane takes a couple bun bumps. No, they go up the ramp yeah. and then they're on the they're on the uh, on the uh, entrance way. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Sean, he's going to do the pile driver and like pile drive him into the ground. Hmm. And then 
Sean reverses it with back body drop. Then he takes Vince out, right? How did he take Vince out? Okay, remember? But he puts him through the fucking yeah. fucking pads and shit in the back, and then they manage to work their way back. Fight, fight, fight. Kick, punch, yeah, kick, punch. Yeah, there's a lot of brawling no, and then in there's and like, out. Yeah, like uh, Sean gets color right at the entranceway. Gets busted. Yeah. And so he's bleeding like crazy. Yeah, Ric Flair is like a motherfucker. Barely gets yeah. touched, and he's just cut. Yeah, just cut. And he, yeah, it's all over the place. Then it just goes into kick, punch, kick, punch. Body of Christ, blood of Shawn Michaels. Yeah, blood of Shawn Michaels. All we needed was a thorn crown, and we'd be we'd be in ECW territory, right? baby. Oh, God, so dumb. <laughs> so Vince starts tuning up the band, goes tries to go for a kick. Shawn comes alive through the power of Christ and <laughs> catches his leg. And then Shawn's not going to fucking do a big clothesline or anything on Vince, so he just like this... This yeah. powder fucking forearm. always oversells anyways, too. And, yeah, like he, he does. learned how to sell from Shawn Michaels, frankly. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it's all kick, punch, beat yeah. him up, get the tables out. Boom, boom. Puts both of them on, then gets the ladder, because the crowd actually chanted for it. I wonder if that was programmed to the match or not. It must have been, though, because they're not just going to have an 18-foot fucking ladder under the... T- under the yeah, but, no like, reason. it was just, like, I think the... I, it feels like the crowd no. call for it. You don't think I, so? I don't, because that, that spot must have been set up in advance. Because the whole thing was like this tease about it. You know, it leads to Sean. Sean actually doing something interesting here. Again, a guy who's been in a million ladder matches. So it's one of those giant 18, 20-foot ladders. And he has it basically opens it up and puts it in the ring um, in as far deep into the turnbuckle, turnbuckle corner as po- yeah. por- uh, possible. Well, because he's waiting for the spirit then, squad spot. Yeah, yeah. And <laughs> he climbs over the ropes onto the ladder yeah. as opposed to climbing on the wrong side of the ladder and then going and turning on the around, side, yeah. being awkward there smartly knowing what to do uh mike kyota acts like he's worried about his safety or well, something no, he's like he's pulling him off he's trying to get him off the ladder i was but, like jr it's a fucking no holds barred match yeah, exactly <laughs> and all he's doing he's actually this is a thing modern refs don't do enough of he's trying to sell that he's trying to get michaels to stop but in doing so he's, he's holding, holding the, the other ladder. side of the ladder he's you know holding the ladder yeah you can down. see it like you see him. it's like he's trying to like get to him yeah like he's holding the ladder but you can like, tell he's just putting uh, weight on the other side because exactly. the, the way he Nowadays, set up the ladder he's like it looks like it's teetering off this is one of the things again it doesn't bug me too much but i feel like referees assist a little too often with these things sometimes yeah um, i feel like a lot of ladder matches these days regardless of promotion has the referee just instantaneously or sometimes even two referees just holding, holding the fucking it, ladder yeah. without any explanation as to why and i mean it's fine but yeah. i mean like it feels like there's something missing here yeah, okay they're covering just, their bases nice but it was to like see mike kyoto put that little effort in yeah. as the professional he is make it look a little better i yeah. think so this but leads, lo and behold spirit squad comes out this leads to sean <laughs> you jumping were... off the ladder onto the spirit squad who are outside the spirit ring spirit squad guys you remember them don't you current tag team champions five separate guys <laughs> then they lay the boots on sean yeah leads to a lot of just bullshit at this point yeah. a lot of kicking it leads to you know it's no disqualification match um so what this means is vince booked himself to go over God. God. Yeah. Well, Spear Squad get him Peter him into the ring. Peter oh, God into the ring. If yeah. you remember, God yeah, leaves, yeah, God the leaves midway through the match. And he's like, Where are you going, God? Which this is it. And like <laughs> it's not like any there's anything to see. Vince is just yelling at an apparition at, yeah. he's invented. <laughs> you know, there's nothing here. And Vince is just yelling about God leaving this is the ring. A completely... And the camera is cutting as if there was a person there. Yeah, going it's... away, going up the fucking ramp. It's the most leaving WWE their tag team partner. No, it's the most Vince fucking produced yeah. match. Yeah, Vince yeah, yeah, produces hundred yeah. percent. Sure. Everybody had to agree because he's the boss. Just dumbest, dumbest fucking thing I've ever seen. Spirit Squad get Sean into the ring, beat him up, beat him up, beat him up. Oh, here come the ladders. They do the big birthday bump spot where everybody picks uh, Sean's limbs, throw him yeah, high up in the. That was good. Cool. Throw him high up in the fucking air, land, smash through the table. Yeah, they get him up there. He's yeah. like ten feet in the fucking air. They yeah, so he's, really he's, cool. he's catching air on that one. And then Vince pins Sean for the un deux trois. Shane and Vince McMahon. Went over Shawn Michaels and, and the fucking, Lord Almighty and, and God and on Yahweh, <laughs> God the on Abrahamic Father God. It's it, it's it's weird to me almost how much I liked this match just because of that video package. That opening video package is hilarious. Yeah, it's and comical. I think and I and I love a good ridiculous show. I don't need to watch something totally realistic as long as it has a level of verisimilitude. Like it's like it fits in whatever reality they're they're living in. Mm-hmm. They uh. I've built this match though, basically around a, one of the super ridiculous concepts, and they committed to it. hundred percent. And I gotta say, Vince McMahon sold this like he was mad at God. They, I believe they, that. Okay, they committed to it, but Sean would never acknowledge no. the fact that God was in his corner. No, as like, a Christian man, he but, would not do that. But he also didn't like. 
fight this at he all? This no, he did. They did this for weeks and weeks <laughs> he, and weeks. I think it's more to the part that Sean knew, like in yeah. kayfabe, Sean knows that Vince is insane. Remember, he's like, you finally lost yeah. it. Yeah. And that's that's how well, that's how they're trying to sell it. But yeah. then like, what's the fucking spark of lightning shit? You know what I mean? There's a, just a couple of things where it's like, well, yeah, <laughs> but it, like they did backstage bits where people were like, what was that? And fucking Vince's whole thing was just like, oh, it's, it's a God. coincidence. It's, it's co- God. No, no. Damn it. He was denying it was God. He was like, oh. no, no, it's a coincidence. It's oh, a coincidence. Okay, okay. Uh, the ending yes. of this match. Vince wins. Lol. Jane wins. Lol. For the record, <laughs> God has an 0-1 record in, uh, in WWE. Uh, WWE. Just so you know. They get carried, spirited away by the spirit squad. Oh, I like that, yeah. <laughs> Jerry Lawler jokes about the father, son, and the Holy Spirit squad. That's a good one. I didn't even catch that. I was even thinking of that, too. I was like, well, somebody in the spirit squad should have done like a move off the top rope, and they could have been like the spirit in the sky. Oh. Jim Ross is like, it don't matter how you cut it. It was seven on one, diamond. <laughs> God. As Vince is leaving, the, the 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 corporation No Chance in Hell theme is playing, and it cuts to Vince with the Spirit Squad and Shane, and he there's a fucking close up of Vince yelling at Shawn Michaels, singing his own theme song, saying No Chance in Hell. Yep. He said No Chance in Hell. He really wanted you to know the word Hell was in his yeah. theme song, as if this was always the plan. Well, he's gonna you know? he's gonna take God to Hell. Yeah. This is- oh my God. <laughs> this is in your house, God. This is my this is house. My like house. he gives the 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 spotlight a dressing down. It's great. Um, and then uh, yeah, great, they I get mean, it's they fucking get, confusing. And they weird. get to the top of the ramp at the entrance. David and, Lynch wrestling. It doesn't make any sense. And uh, Spirit Squad raises uh, Vince and Shane, and then that's the that's the match. Josh, what out of ten watts do you give this um, this match? <laughs> I, I hesitated to call it a match. Honest <laughs> to God. <laughs> Uh, I give this uh, again three out of ten. Uh, God said to Abraham, "Get me a son, <laughs> kill me a son." <laughs> I feel like something got sacrificed here. <laughs> I think it was good taste. <laughs> I, uh... Yeah, <laughs> this is like one of those confusing bits of uh, of wrestling history, which like. <laughs> I think if you're a wrestling fan, you know that YouTube is absolutely always flooded with like top ten lists, and this is one of those matches that always ends up on them because I, it is just so say, fucking confusing. When we were watching the uh, the the package, the promo package for this. I feel embarrassed. Yeah, you know what I mean. Because <laughs> again, I, I there's no competition. There's really nobody against anybody here. This is Vince McMahon's world, and everyone's just like, sure, yeah, let's do Living this. In it. You know, and. Yeah. I I think three out of ten, and that three out of ten only exists for that video package, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> this um, is a no match. But I'll give it uh, three out of ten. Those other guys in the Spirit Squad who weren't Dolph Ziggler, <laughs> Kenny Dykstra. He was the only one that kind of made it, sort of maybe. Dykstra, like the guy that worked on the Star Wars films at all special effects. He died, didn't he? Dykstra, the guy that worked on those Star Wars films. Yeah, I think at this point he did. He did Spider Man as well. Anyways, three out of ten guys in the Spirit Squad who aren't Dolph Ziggler. Um, It was a match. It's definitely one of those things. It's weird because to break part of my rating rules, this is a match I would absolutely show people just to like, because it's like hard for people to understand how dumb and weird it can be. Like you show them something like pitch perfect, like say Punk Cena. Yeah, or like it's not even like I'm going to put this on like a watch list. It's literally like if I'm having a conversation with someone, like, oh, you have to see this bullshit. This is nuts. Um, This is the crap. This is the crap. It is definitely the the drizzling shits, as one might say, <laughs> um, which is going to be the name of our new pop punk band, the Drizzling Shits. Wow, we're going to work on it. Come shot in my eye. <laughs> I'm so mad it made me cry tonight. That's good. I like. <laughs> Thank that. you. I like that. That's been in my pocket for years. Well, come shot in my eye. Wow. <laughs> I just there's we've had an awakening here, folks. I'm glad you're all here to join it. Uh, this, so, is, this is in the recesses of my dark abyss of my mind. <laughs> I mentioned previously that we might talk a bit about Vince's relationship to the territory system when it came to his uh, <laughs> Who did he kill and where are the bodies buried? Yeah, in a sense. <laughs> kind of like a way to keep track of where the Vince buried the bodies. So <laughs> what I've pulled up here is a tweet from the end of July um, by at Alan underscore cheap shot, who is a regular Twitter dude who tweets about wrestling that has a bunch of followers for some reason. Your I don't friend know. of yours? No, I don't know. But I don't like him. 
he's probably a piece of shit. Who knows? But <laughs> with that said, he has basically um, rewritten an old forum post way back in the day that collected some of Vince's involvement with the territory system. So I'm going to go through... Or his non-involvement, as it were. <laughs> I'm going to go through each of the little points that are written here right. so we can get a better idea as to what Vince actually did during the territory system. We talked about some of it last week, and we might Like talk I said, about who did he kill? Where are the bodies buried? Vince went to St. Louis, literally bought the long-time time slot for St. Louis Wrestling, uh, Wrestling at the Chase, away from the local office. Then ran shows directly against the flagship NWA promotion and almost literally <laughs> put the first nail of the coffin in St. Louis's office. Then he went to Georgia, did a hostile takeover of Georgia Championship Wrestling, firing Ollie Anderson and most of the regulars yep. and bringing in his own guys from up north. Which starts that, their fucking yep. feud. Ole, if there's a fucking person on God's green earth. I don't know if there's an angrier person in the world than Ole Anderson. Ole, yeah. If there's anybody that fucking hates Vince McMahon more, it's Ole Guy fucking Anderson. Just a thumb with an anger issue. Couldn't buy Bill Watts's UWF, so bought out Watts's best talent instead, signing Watts's biggest star, JYD, on the condition that JYD not give notice. In fact, he offered <laughs> many wrestlers bonuses if they'd leave their current offices without notice. Now, that's where you get to the point where, like, that's not good business. That's you being a fucking prick. <coughs> like, potentially illegal, but the th idea here is, like, if I do this, they're not going to have the money to sue me. But their contracts are so loose. That's why he could get away with that kind Although, of fucking yeah, bullshit. And the same stuff he did for decades, too. Yeah. This idea of yeah. people's uh, independent Loosey-goosey, but I own you. It's fucked It up. is interesting, right? Because it is the whole idea of, like, the territory system basically set themselves up to kind of be taken down by a thing like this. Yeah, or, like, we got you for X amount of months. Exactly. And then that, that yeah. Exactly. The contracting No guaranteed. No guaranteed. Paid. You yeah. get, yeah, you work the X amount of matches yeah. for X amount of time. Boom, boom, boom. Went to Minneapolis. Ooh, we're in AWA territory. Mm. This is where it gets juicy. Signed away the AWA's biggest stars and on-air talent. Yep. Hulk Hogan, David Schultz, Bobby Heenan, Gene Okerlund, etc. And then ran regular heavy promoted shows what there the with a specific objective of putting Vern Gagne out of business, which he did. Yep. And again, the goal is not to make money here even. This is like we are investing in the future, i.e. we are investing in the death of these companies. So I don't have any competition in the future. Threatened other promotions, saying that they had to let him buy out their office or he'd put them out of business anyways. It's funny you mentioned Bill Watts. Because yeah. in the 90s, briefly, he was running the booking. Bill Watts was running the booking at WWF when, during the steroid this scandal. This is, again, the carny bullshit, right? But he only lasted, like, Of course, but everybody gets two? a shot back. Because it's never, yeah. none of it's ever personal in the sense where, like, you could literally have, like, you know, said the worst thing about uh, Vince McMahon's mother or something. And yeah. in three weeks, if it financially made sense, he'd get you back. Just think of the Bischoff stuff, you know. Yeah. Everybody gets another shot. But Bill Watts is a weird exception where he's like, I'm going to try to work for Vince. But he's like, there's too many Chiefs, yeah. too many Vince's Chiefs and not enough, you know, the other guys. guys, yeah, there's mm -hmm. not enough of that, and he couldn't book, he couldn't work with anybody. Exactly, because it was almost like the things were already booked. Before yeah, it got Vince there. is in the in court. Yeah. Meanwhile, he's still running the fucking Girl, show. Can't stop. It's like a mafia can't, yeah. boss behind fucking yeah. prison. It's bars. fucked up. Like uh, Brett talks about it so weirdly. He's like, Vince wasn't there, Bill Watts Bill was, Bill. but you could never tell the difference because Bill Watts never got to do anything. Threatened other promoters, saying that they had to let him buy out their offices or he'd put them out of business anyway. Stu Hart realized he wasn't bluffing and sold out the Calgary territory to him, which allowed Bret Hart and the British Bulldogs to go to the WWF. We talked about this. And Anvil, Anvil and uh, Bad News Allen. Allen. But only if Stu closed the territory. Vince only paid Stu 100K of the one million he promised. promised. Yeah. We talked about that one last uh, week. Yeah. I think we covered that. Because Stu well. had no choice but to rerun again yeah. because Vince wasn't paying was, him. Again. But again, and then fucking a few years later, he's on fucking TV for Vince. And it's just like, I don't know. Wrestlers oh. are fucking carny as fuck. I love it. Um, Anything to put his own boys over, really. Right. And again, I think that's kind of probably how he, how he sold yeah. it to himself. That's, yeah. That's exactly how we did it. Started systematically and deliberately running heavily promoted shows in the heart of other promoters' territories. There were plenty of non-contested places to in the country he could have run, but that wasn't the idea. The idea was to seek out and destroy. He was literally trying to go to places to like get rid of the system of the territories. So yeah, replace it with his exactly, own branding. Running internationally. Um, fuck, ballsy fucking move at the very least. This is where it gets kind of interesting. What's the one place he really, really couldn't touch? Uh, he eventually did, but it took time. Where is that? 
Texas WCCW. Mm, he couldn't. He yeah. could not even at the time. He could barely compete in Texas against. I'm not even talking the Funks. Funks kind of went over to him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He could not fucking compete. Again, another what if scenario. If there was a territory at that time that could compete with Vince's, it was WCCW and the Von Erics. I, Those yeah. guys, they had so much of a following in the South, in Texas, mm -hmm. it was enough to give them a run for their money, and Vince had to literally wait for them to die. Yeah, the last thing get... they wanted, anything, was some guy from Connecticut. Yeah. You know, they, they and they were not... going to give it over. Yeah. They and were not. They like, had Fritz was like, yeah. it's never going to fucking happen. Yeah. I'm never going to, like, and everyone we'll thought it was a better here. idea to to give him to Vince, and well, Fritz was like, fuck no. I think a lot of what we're talking about here, too, is this... Is it, but that's uh, how big they were. I'm just saying that's how oh, big yeah. it was. And he had to literally wait for Von Erichs to die in has, order to well, absorb the literal, it. There's the literal aspect there. You can't yeah. undersell that. But I do think some of what happens, too, is you're basically taking blood away from the organs here. So that liver of yeah. of the promotion, the promotion is the liver in this analogy, is doing just fine. But the, the, the blood vessels yeah. that take the nutrients from the other parts of the territory system and bring them in, you know, like literally like Ric Flair's, whomever, your yeah. champions coming in to keep pumping out the promotion that all disappears yeah so eventually even if you still exist you are atrophied and you yeah cannot... you are it's it, wwe got too big at that point but it's 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 a thing to say about fritz von eric of how he's like we're not giving into these guys yeah oh completely and i think this is uh it, it's and interesting we can compete and we can be bigger but it was just at that point it's, it was just too much it was too big too soon you got a lot of little warlords too right you got yeah. a lot of these little petty generals that run these territories and these territories are super small and they're living off of this system yeah. basically right because of that these smaller groups were so easy to get rid of vince knew if he took on the big guys it would only take weeks of running programming in these littler these guys, guys territories yeah. afterwards to get rid of them to literally just like undercut their tv deals for instance yeah um and just you know completely change the game vince blackmailed cable operators yep into um into not carrying starcade 87 Vince knew Crockett was betting everything on Starcade that yeah. year, so we cre created an opposition show for Thanksgiving night. Vince told Best cable drivers. operators that they had to carry his Survivor Series. In fact, told them point blank that if they carried Starcade, they could not slash would not be allowed to carry WrestleMania Mania. the following year. Yeah. Which again is ballsy and Brince's in. What a gamble! Well, this is it because he's dealing with again all these petty little generals, and this is what makes the um, he was this, man with the vision. This is it, but this is what made the stuff with Ted Turner so interesting to me. Yeah. Because literally, he ran roughshod over wrestling dudes. He was big business to wrestling dudes. Then he gets a TV deal, doesn't work out very well, and then he has a bad meeting that, with, with Ted Turner. And it just kind of like I just imagine Vince in this moment, like that part in Office Space where he's like, "I'm a people person." <laughs> What don't you understand? What don't you? You know, because it's just kind the of the engineers like, can't talk to the customers. customers. That's for me. But yeah, hi, Degrassi. <laughs> Any uh, anything else you want to cut a promo on before we call it? I'm pleased as punch. I think it's time for a beer and some pizza. Yeah, I think we're back to we're gonna slow it down next week. We're back to a movie or a show. Um, I don't want to give it away because it's still kind of in flux. But I got a pretty good idea what we're gonna be watching, and uh, <laughs> I'm already bored, but looking forward to it. You're gonna see Brett's LD. I'll let oh, you no. kids figure that out. Oh, no. Oh, yes. <laughs> We're no longer a PG show either. <laughs> Jesus. I think we nailed it in your masturbation theme. <laughs> it wasn't a theme. It's just an analogy. It's talking about life, Josh. Yeah, right? sure. The coming of age story. Literally. Between me and, <laughs> and yourself. Trish Stratish. <laughs> and you. And the real video player. And she's not a she's not a party to this, this at all. a real video. That was a thing. Yeah. Oh God. I had, the, fucking... I had a Mac and I had to I had to do uh, conversions. I had a yeah, conversion. Yeah, time. <laughs> Jesus. Fuck, Josh, send us home. In the meantime and in between time, this has been another thrilling episode of the Pink and Black Playback. Tune in next week. Same Brett time, same Brett channel. Adios. Adios.